This is 105.9 The Region, and you're listening to Discovery, the radio show for podcasters. Your content, unfiltered. This is Discovery. This is Mental Health Moments, the podcast dedicated to breaking down barriers and sharing your stories. Brought to you by 105.9 The Region. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Mental Health Moments, hosted by yours truly, Phil McCabe, and brought to you by 105.9 The Region. As always, before we get into today's content, today's topic, if you will, did you know that Discovery, the wonderful show that hosts this podcast, as well as the likes of the New Music Podcast or Millennial Balance, some of our wonderful clients here on 105.9 The Region, is available on all major podcast platforms? It's true. If you're looking to get Discovery, the radio show for podcasters, you can get it on Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, Audible, Google. I know I said Google, but I'm trying to emphasize you can get this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. It's true. Just search Discovery, the radio show for podcasters, and you should see it there. It's true. Check it out. Now for today's topic. Let me ask you a question. When you hear the phrase, it's okay to not be okay, what comes to mind? Well, that's what we're going to explore today. According to Google, not only is that a turn of phrase, but it's also a Korean TV series that follows a person moving from town to town, working at psychiatric facilities while caring for their older brother with autism. It also apparently has some storylines involving romance with someone they knew from their past and uh, both children witnessing their mother die at a very young age, which, you know, if I spoke Korean, I would definitely be checking out this show. But regardless, that's not at all relevant to our mental health conversation, but... If you're ever playing Trivial Pursuit again and this little anecdote, this little nugget comes up, you might just win the game because I've told you this. So there you go. Now, Korean TV dramas aside, I wanted to spend some time diving into the phrase, it's okay to not be okay. What it means, is it actually helpful, the implications of using or receiving it, and much more. As I often say on this podcast, I try my best to speak from the heart. And the reality is this topic came along because I was feeling uncharacteristically low, and I told myself that, you know what, Phil, it's okay. You're not defined by this low point. Life goes on. It will be okay, even if it's not right now. Which is just a long-winded way of saying, it's okay to not be okay. But pivoting perspectives just a little bit, when someone in my life tells me that, tells me that it's okay to not be okay, it feels like a backhanded compliment for my psyche. What I mean by that is, it's wonderful that someone has A, listened to my struggle, and B, they've reminded me that in the big picture, it's okay to have these low points, these negative feelings, and that eventually this too shall pass and life will go on and it's not going to be negative forever. But there is a caveat here, and something that became increasingly aware to me as I dug into this topic of conversation. The caveat being that it always feels demeaning in a way. Obviously, they mean well, but they've also just told me that I'm not okay, which is kind of a stigma-forming way of addressing mental health. They've told me that I am essentially less than, because in the grand scheme of things, in the big picture, okay is kind of par. That if you're okay, you're not necessarily bad, but you're, you're not good either. So in a mental health picture, by someone saying, you're not okay, it kind of indicates that you are less than par. You're, you're not good. You're not in a, a positive frame of mind, and so on and so forth. As I was preparing for this podcast, and in general trying to find some catharsis in my peers, I turned to social media to ask what I thought was a bit of a simple question, something that started running through my mind as I was feeling uncharacteristically low, as I said. 
I asked the question, do you believe when someone says it's okay to not be okay? Because my own personal experience with it is that logically, I I understand it. I understand the, the meaning behind it, that the idea behind this phrase is that, you know what, you are at a low point and that's okay. This too shall pass. It's It's going to be okay, even if it doesn't feel that way right now. But anyway, I posed this question. The response surprised me. Keeping in mind that everyone who responded is from various cities and backgrounds, it was really a, a, a plethora of demographics that responded, which I thought was quite fantastic. But this seemingly simple question, again, keeping in mind that I thought it was simple at the time, the results took me by surprise. What was surprising was how many of the respondents felt similar to myself in that hearing someone use that phrase directed at them feels like a more of a detriment than it does a help. And why I found that surprising is it comes down to the fact that I have a very low self-esteem, I have a very low self-worth, so I assumed that those extenuating circumstances, those factors were why I felt that hearing that was a bit of a detriment, that, you know, it was just me being insecure and that someone, by someone saying that, they are acknowledging that I'm weaker then. The most surprising thing with this impromptu post was the reaction of two women that I admire deeply and their opinions on struggling mentally I take to heart. Understanding that it's kind of rude to speak of a woman's age, and frankly not knowing their age, I will stop at saying that both of these women are of an older generation than myself. Those of you that are good at math can decide what an older generation is, but that's not the point here. The reason that I hold their response to such high regard is because they are both mothers, and both of them have had a child pass away far too young. Uh, their response stuck out to me because they both felt that the idea of telling someone that it is okay to not be okay is an old world way of thinking, with one of them noting that it has been ingrained in our society that it's not okay to show or speak of mental illnesses or mental health challenges. I want to stop here and reiterate a, a point that I, I really want to hammer home. That when someone is saying this, the reality is there's a very small chance that they are saying it as a way to attack you, to demean you, to, to belittle what you're going through. But rather, I think that there's a very real possibility that as someone is saying this to you, as someone tells you that it's okay to not be okay, they are trying their darndest to express empathy and that you are not, in fact, weak for having a, a moment where you're struggling. It's the exact opposite. Everyone goes through struggles and Eventually, this too shall pass. As always, I wanted to try and find some positivity here. In this case, it comes from a dear friend of mine, Vince Kenny. He's a kind man, the, the kind of man that would give you the shirt off his back if you needed it. Knows a lot about video games, but I digress. He responded to my post by pointing out that he's become more receptive of this concept, this phrase, it's okay to not be okay, in recent years by saying that his therapist used an analogy that he felt was appropriate for the circumstances. The therapist used the analogy of riding waves, saying that you can fight, you can paddle, you can do whatever you want, but you are never going to overtake these waves of emotion. I like this analogy because metaphorically speaking, obviously it's going to be a struggle to overcome certain feelings in the same way that it is literally hard to overcome waves of an ocean or a lake or wherever you want to metaphorically deal with waves. In both cases, the best course of action is to see that it is happening and ride it out. Keeping with the wave metaphor, there will be highs, there will be lows, but eventually that wave hits the shore and the struggle to get upright will get easier. Now, before I go, I wanted to debut a new segment that I call Mindful Minutes. 
As the name suggests, it's about mindfulness. With each episode, it is my hope to incorporate some honest reflection into the topic at hand, and hopefully as the show goes on, we learn to be more mindful about whatever it is we're talking about. And as I said earlier in the episode, and we just discussed for the past 10 minutes, this all stems from me using the expression, it's okay to not be okay. I was trying to prop myself up, but we don't need to rehash that since we literally just talked about it. Also earlier in the show, I noted that when someone tells me that it's fine that I'm not okay, or it's okay that you're at a low point, whatever iteration of that expression they use, it feels like a backhanded compliment. And I wanted to circle back to that because to me, that's kind of the perfect metaphor for what I'm trying to be mindful of, what I'm trying to get across right now in this segment. Thinking of in terms of giving someone a backhanded compliment or a compliment in general for that matter, would you tell someone with body confidence issues or anyone for that matter, they look great for a fat person? No, of course not. Would you tell someone, you know, for someone with really greasy hair, you pull it off again? No, of course you wouldn't. We as a society have adapted our speech patterns to try and celebrate all body types, and I think that when it comes to mental health, the same practices should be applied to this. Bringing the Mindful Minute segment to that sweet Goldilocks spot between metaphor and the theme of the episode, everyone's mind is as unique as their bodies. You know, not everything that works for one person is going to work for the other, But that said, I think that although what you're trying to say when you say things like it's okay to not be okay or you look great for a heavy person, it might be meant with the best of intentions, but it's so critical, it's crucial to think about the way that your words could be heard and more importantly, the way that your words could be felt by someone that is struggling. In my own experience, I have had many occasions where I've said or done something with the best of intentions in mind only to have it pointed out to me that what I've said or done was less than complimentary and had the exact opposite effect. It happens. But again, that is the point of this segment. That's the point of what I'm trying to get across here, that we as a society, we as a whole, we as whoever is listening to this right now, we need to be mindful of our words. I will close by saying, please, 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 Never stop trying to help your peers, your loved ones, strangers even. Never stop trying to help people with their mental health challenges. In my experience, talking about these things is absolutely crucial. But the caveat to that is, in doing so, look at it from their perspective. Is what you're about to say going to help them, or is it going to hurt them? Hoping my darndest to to put some positivity out there, I wanted to close with a song that I thought brought some positivity into the world and if you just pay attention to the lyrics it's positive if you just pay attention to the sound of the song it's very positive Uh, here is bob marley's one love right here on 105.9 the region Oh, 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 oh before i go though before we get to bob marley i wanted to say until next time i love you and be kind to one another
someone you love is struggling with mental health concerns, contact a local agency near you. This has been Mental Health Moments, brought to you by 105.9 The Region. Do you have an idea or a podcast to share? Send it to us here at Discovery, the radio show for podcasters on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to New Music on the Region, an interview-based podcast that showcases new music and provides industry insight. I'm your host, Christina Lavecchia, Music Director at 105.9 The Region. Christian Curry is an artist with an infectious sound and relatable lyrics. The Richmond Hill-born and raised artist recently released his third single, Bad Dream. I just woke up to a bad dream learn about the new release and his upcoming first ever live show christian joins me now hi christian welcome to new music on the region podcast hi i'm so excited to be here thank you for having me tell us about the inspiration behind bad dream yeah so bad dream is about dreaming of like the perfect night out with someone and wishing it would last forever but then suddenly waking up to it all being gone and now basically your reality becomes a bad dream And now you try everything you can to get back to what happened that night when you were dreaming. It gives the listener like a nostalgic feel with an early 2000s pop punk vibe, but was paired with 2022 production. I think the message is something everyone can relate to. I know we've all had dreams that we wish would stay forever. And honestly, I just hope it gives everyone a good vibe and you just want to rock out while listening to it. Here at The Region, we aired your very first single, Undo, last summer. And you just released your third. How is this one different for you? Yeah, this is actually one of my favorite songs that I've created so far. Um, I think that's just because I had so much fun creating it. I sat down with my producer, Cal Weisman, and was like, I want to create a song with an early 2000s pop punk vibe. And I think we did just that. Basically, everything to this song kind of came pretty easy for me. I wrote it within like the span of a day. And I think because it was just a fun process overall, that's what makes it so special to me. You will be teaming up with Toronto-based artist Sam Lapro for your first ever live show. Did you want to tell us about that? That's exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, so I've teamed up with Sam Lapro to put on our first ever show and concert. You know, we both always loved singing and performing, and we've been writing for so long now. So I think it's about time that we have our first ever concert to show everyone what we're made of. And how did you and Sam meet? 
Yeah, so me and Sam actually went to high school together, and we've been best friends ever since. Um, she also works with a few of the other musicians that I work with. We have the same vocal coach. And yeah, the rest is history. Let's play one of Sam's tracks. This one is called Cotton Candy Skies. More with Christian Curry coming up. If love's a fire, then boy, I want to be engulfed in flames. I'm not here to play your stupid games. I want you to myself. We've got all night. You know some say the sky is no limit. But I think we're ready in it. Let's head to Jupiter from here. Let's just get in your car and go someplace far. Blasting shit we don't know on the radio. Take me someplace I don't. See the city lights with you and just light down on your roof under the cotton candy skies. Can you be my disguise as we run from where we were when life was such a blur? Can you just hold me tight under the
That was Sam Lapro. I'm back with Toronto-based artist Christian Curry, who will be sharing the stage with Sam on November 23rd. How can listeners get their tickets? So you can get your tickets at christiancurry.com or samlapro.com. So the show is at Bar Cathedral. The doors will open at 9 p.m. and the show will start around 10 p.m. And what can concert goers expect from your show? You can definitely expect lots of originals, both released and unreleased music, and even some covers. You know, my whole artistry is based on making sure there's something for like everyone to listen to. So you can definitely expect like a wide variety of song choices. It's going to be filled with great energy. We have a live band, and it's just going to be so much fun. So make sure you don't miss out, and make sure you get your tickets. What's the best way for listeners to get their copy of Bad Dream and connect with you and Sam online? So Bad Dream is available now on all streaming platforms. And the best way to connect with me and Sam would be on Instagram. My handle is Christian Curry with two E's and Sam is Sam Lapro. It was great speaking with you, Christian. Have a great show on the 23rd. Before you go, did you want to introduce your song? Yeah, for sure. This is Christian Curry and you're listening to my new single, Bad Dream on 105.9 The Region. Thanks, Christian. Thank you so much. New music. New music on 105.9 The Region. I just woke up to a bad dream And now I lost you Now I lost you I just woke up to a bad dream And now I don't have a clue Cause all I want is you I just turned 19 Now I can't even see I'm as drunk as hell But I don't wanna be I just walked into this party I already see Someone who's looking good I might ask them to leave Stuck on the eighth floor, so you see, see you later. And I'm so bummed about the things we said we would do later. But I know once I open my eyes, you'll be gone. I just woke up to a bad dream, and now I lost you. Now I lost you. I just woke up to a bad dream, and now I don't have a clue. Cause all I want is you. I've been searching for you since the night that I first saw you. I wish that I could. I just woke up to a bad dream
Discovery, the radio show for podcasters, exclusive to 105.9 The Region. Expand your audience and extend your reach. Send us your podcast, info at 1059theregion.com.